Coming to you from St. George, Utah, this is 70 is the New 50, a fun look at the joyous side of aging. And now your host for 70 is the New 50, Jan Graham Hunt. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of 70 is the New 50. I'm your host, Jan Hunt. And yes, the good news is in 2022, we are getting younger and healthier as we age. And my goal here is to shine some light on some very inspiring examples. We are recording today in the podcast room run by Sean Denovan on the beautiful Dixie State campus, Dixie State University campus. It is soon to be Utah Tech University in gorgeous St. George, Utah. And we know it as the cultural epicenter of the West. As always, a quick note about me. I'm a retired lawyer from Salt Lake City. My husband and I moved to St. George about eight years ago, and we love it. We all know St. George is a mecca for hiking and biking and, yes, pickleball. But we also discovered the vast opportunities for learning and personal growth, in particular through ICL, the Institute for Continued Learning here at the university. And it's especially for us youngsters over 60. Why this podcast? I got the idea from my son, Will, who works in entertainment in Los Angeles and is, among many other things, a podcast creator and host. Will showed me the world of podcasts, and he helped me create this one. The foundational ethic of this podcast is that aging is not a negative. As Betty Friedan famously said, aging is not lost youth, but a new stage of opportunity and strength. We're proud of our age and more importantly, what we are doing at our age. I'm thrilled to be 72 and counting. I'm delighted today to have as my guests two people who have, who have inspired so many here in our community to explore the frontier of a more meaningful sense of self, the inner journey that is so vital to living an authentic life. Cynthia Holman Schmidt has been teaching classes at ICL for several years, and just this semester she is teaching two classes, Discovering the Tao Ching, and I hope I said that right, you can help me out later with that, and The Untethered Soul. Patrick Sapio has also taught classes at ICL for many years and is the first teacher of a wonderful class called Love One Another. Even better, there are close friends and colleagues, and we're going to talk about all of it. Yippee! So welcome, <laughs> Cynthia and Pat. Welcome. Thank you for inviting us. We, we are thrilled to have you here. And before we get to your roles at ICL, I'd like you both to take a moment or two and tell us about yourselves, uh, your personal history, maybe start with your age, your family, and how you got to St. George of all places. And Pat, why don't we start with you? Since I'm the older, uh, I was born and raised in New York City, spent the first third of my life there. I moved to Wisconsin to teach at the university uh, for the next 30 years. Oh my. And then in 1993, retired to lovely, lively uh, St. George. (laughs) And I got here in May, and I heard about this incredible program called ICL, and so I offered to teach a class called Love One Another based on one of my heroes, a guy by the name of Leo Buscaglia. And um, so started teaching then. And I, I mean, I 
blows my mind that it's going to be 30 years next year. So That's amazing. And I know is. you've taught many sessions of that particular class at ICL and also elsewhere in the community. Yes, also uh, at the senior center during the summers. Um, when the university is closed, our students say we have to have love. <laughs> so we, we meet every Thursday at the senior center during the summer. Yeah. One, wonderful, yeah. wonderful to know. And uh, how about uh, your family, your religious background? Any of that been important in the raised, development? No, no, not really. It, it's interesting, too, that I was raised Catholic and then moved to a, uh, a different religious culture here. And one of the things in our class is we don't talk about religion or politics. It just tends to skew things around. So we focus right. on other things in life. Just keep that. things open for that. Keeping our spirituality sure. open. Yes. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. And Cynthia, how about you? What Tell us your story. Well, I was born and raised in Salt Lake. Um, I'm 65 years old and loving being 60. I, yeah. I mean, to me, I love this community. I love the program that you're doing and thank you for having us. Um, so I was born and raised in Salt Lake, kind of on the west side of town, went to West High. Uh, they used to call it Switchblade, Switchblade High. Um, <laughs> <laughs> started working with the phone company in 1975 as a long distance operator on cordboard and worked there for almost 30 years. And then in 2005, I was able to transfer down here with the phone company as a sales rep. So uh, worked there for 33 years and then retired and went to work for Orgill out in Hurricane for almost 10 years. So um, when I came down here, I had really left a great spiritual community up in Salt Lake and I was really concerned about Am I going to find this spiritual home down here? And I remember when I first moved down here, um, they used to have Tibetan monks that would come mm -hmm. here and chant. And I was out at Kiente, sitting under this beautiful mm -hmm. landscape. They're chanting, and tears just rolled mm -hmm. down my eyes. Oh. And I thought, I'm here, and oh. I'm going to be okay. And you found that. You oh, found that. It's the, the same community that existed in Salt Lake. Right, exactly. So um, fast forward, I started hearing about ICL through Diane Cook because we both are uh, Course in Miracles students, and I joined a group when I first moved down here with the course in 2005, and Diane was always talking about ICL. So I thought, i got to check this out. And the company that I was working for went to a 24-hour operation, and I was their HR supervisor. So I was able to really uh, shift my schedule around. So I would go to w into work, and then I would run to Pat's class and attend that, and then I'd run back to work. <laughs> and then in um, 2015, we started teaching out at Purgatory, Pat and I. And so we did some classes there. But anyway. Oh, wonderful. So in 2017, I retired and um, I thought, well, Pat called me and said, let's do a class on the Tao. And I said, oh, my gosh. I had to go in the bathroom and cry because I was so touched that he wanted mm. me to kind of co-facilitate this right. class. Right. And then his wife passed away. And so when we needed to send in the class proposal, I said to Pat, okay, we've got to do this. And he says, I can't do this. I've just got too much going on with my wife passing away. He says, you can do it. I said, oh. I can't do this by myself. And he goes, yes, you can. 
So the only reason you I was am your teaching, inspiration. absolutely. You That's, mentioned that quickly when we were communicating by email that he, right. you wouldn't be teaching if it wasn't for you, Mr. Pat Sapio. Exactly. So That's why I wanted well, him sitting here well, with me. Well, thank you for that. There's a, say, a statement, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher will come. I mean, this gal is so incredible. I mean, she can do so many things and I've, we've gone to purgatory together and, and I see her working with these young men and she, <clears throat> she's just so incredible. And then she also works with the women and she remembers all their names. I mean, she's just, and then when I watch her in class, I mean, she not only presents the topic for the day, but then she adds this and this and this and this and this. And then I'm wondering, I wonder how many hours she spends just preparing with stuff that never even comes to the class. She's just an incredible girl. Well, just it's incredible. remarkable and so lucky we are to have, have you both. Now, Pat, you're not going to get away on the show without telling us your age. So this oh, is that oh, moment. I thought I said it, but uh, I'm going to be 88 in June. So I, uh, yeah. Fantastic. And it, I mean, we don't have a camera in here, but we uh, should because it really is a little Elton John vibe oh, okay. going on here. Maybe not quite as much hair on top, but a lot more in the beautiful beard. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. just love it. So, so yeah. And again, age is a number, you know, we're, we're learning that. That's why I think ICL is just so incredible. I don't understand why it's not mandatory that every city that has a university should have an ICL program. I mean, it's just so simple. By the way, none of us get paid, as you may or may not know. Right, right. So, you know, here we are, not only A labor us, of love. Yeah, all, the, all these teachers in our community who are donating their time and energy, and, and we are all winner. And, and the cost is what? I think $60 for yeah, the it's entire year. You know, it's just... And so much expertise. I have been utterly wowed by every class I've taken in terms of how much knowledge is really shared there and not only that but the connections between the students themselves they make friends you know and they entertain each other and support each other as we all go through ups and downs in life indeed so it is just the greatest program that i know of yeah it, it, and it is a true community and a family yeah. I, I definitely feel oh, that so it's a it's mm -hmm. a wonderful thing that we have here um You've mentioned it, so I know everyone listening is going to want to hear a little bit more about it, and that is the work that you've done at the prison. Tell us a little bit about that. And Purgatory is a actually the name of our correctional facility our, here mm -hmm. right, so in there, our county. Right. So it's, it is a jail, and it is a prison. So there are state inmates out there. Um, what may, happened, may, maybe we should just give Luigi a... Oh, absolutely. A, why don't you share that? Okay. So what happened is Luigi, I can't... Per spaghetti. Yeah. A good Italian fellow here in <laughs> Very town. Very nice, yes. <laughs> so Luigi had, had was teaching a class with ICL in uh, the Peace Education Program. Uh, it was... Um, there's some CDs and it was um, Prim Ruat that goes all over the world and teaches about love and forgiveness. And so he was teaching this at ICL. And then I think you linked up with him. And then Luigi, I think, I don't know if it was you or him that said, let's take this out to purgatory. Right. right? Yeah. So then um, they went to do that. Well, they'd asked Diane Cook if she would be the person that. We needed some extra students to help us as we went out to the to purgatory right and so diane couldn't do it so she asked me if i would do it knowing that i had always wanted to go out there i did this certification back in 2000 the work of byron katie and it changed my life 
And I really wanted to present that to people that were out there that are, were struggling. Feeling hopeless. And right. So. so Diane knew that I was trying to get out there anyway. And so she says, well, why don't you go with Pat and Luigi? Boy, that's all it took. Yeah. As soon as I got my foot in that door, I, I just ran and with what, it. What has been the response from, from the inmates? Um, can you say a little bit about that? It's amazing to watch their transformation yeah, really when they is. realize that they are in control of their life, when they stop being the victim. It's amazing. And uh, for me, I go out there to just remind them who they really are. And the truth of who they are is perfect and whole and holy and innocent. And that's maybe and, something that some of them have never heard or exactly. understood their whole lives, right. possibly. Yeah. Right. And, and there are consequences in this world. And so, you know, they have a choice to continue on the path that they are on or they can choose an, a, a different path. And one of the reasons that I was so committed is my daughter has been in and out of recovery and addiction. And so I could see her struggle and I could and I knew the truth of her. And so I knew I knew that. I know the truth of them. And I know that we're all in this together, just trying to do the best we can. So the more tools that we have that helps us get through difficult situations, then the more that we know that we've got choices within our lives that we can can change. And, and, and that's the message. And mm -hmm. Cindy uses the, the word tools so well. I mean, because some of those prisoners, I remember one said, you know, my parents were into drugs, my grandparents were into drugs, so duh, that's all I knew. And until we can know that there's other tools, you know, there's this comment about if everything looks like a nail or a hammer, you know, if, if that's all you have, that's all you do. And, and so Cindy and we and Luigi brought new tools to them so that they could at least be aware. And that, that they do have choices. Yes. Mm -hmm. we, we a library, we brought a library of books to oh, them, right? And I have been amazed on, you know, I have reached out to authors, to just like even Michael Singer with The Untethered Soul, saying, hey, would you be willing to donate some books out to our, our prison? And he would say, yes, how many? Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I have gotten boxes from Brene Brown and Michael Singer and Alan Cohan and uh, Jerry Jampolsky. I mean, it's been amazing on how... People are so willing to support people. And Cynthia, talk about your class just for a moment so people who may not know what, what these classes entail. And just, I know you're teaching too okay. this semester really quickly, the, the Tao Te Ching. What is, what is the mess? What is the purpose that you, the class has? Well, the Tao Te Ching was written by Lao Tzu 2,500 years ago. It's, there's 81 verses. So each week we take one of those verses and we talk about it. So Wayne Dyer wrote a wonderful book about his experience with the Tao, change your thoughts, change your life. Mm. So we use that as kind of a, uh, an opening of this is what Wayne thinks about this verse. And we talk about Byron Katie, what she thinks about this verse. And the beauty that I love about my classes is it's very interactive. I do not want to be up there and pretend I know everything because I don't. And so to me, it's about getting feedback from everyone. And what did you hear? And, and sharing experiences. Because again, we're all in this together. And is the interaction, I, I assume your students in the classes are from varied backgrounds, mm -hmm. probably mostly retired people, but mm -hmm. you've got accountants and you've got uh, across the board. 
And so what is the interaction like? It's It's been wonderful. Yeah. And, and the more that we interact, the, the closer the group becomes. And, it, you know, people share experiences that are very personal. And I think that we've just kind of created this space that feels safe and um, where people can just share their life experience. And we all learn from that. And so, and that with the untethered soul, that's kind of what I'm doing. And also. these are two different classes. And they're so, two different right. classes. Right. So the untethered soul was written by Michael Singer. So we just take a chapter every week and we, we read different paragraphs within it and just talk about what does this mean and how is this changing your life? And so it, both of my classes are very interactive. I, I've never wanted to go up there and just stand like I know everything because I know nothing. Well, I know from a secret observer in both classes that, uh, Pat, you have some wonderful things to share with mm. the group always from your experience and your insights. And I think it's uh, from your point of view, what do you see happening in these classes? Basically, what, whatever Cindy is saying, and I realize that, you know, I grew up going to Catholic school with the nuns talking and everybody just listening. And so when I first started to teach at the university, that's what I did too, until I took a program about are there other ways of teaching? And to me, it's the, the, the idea of the circle, we sit in a circle, and so we're, we're, we're giving information out, and we're listening, and we're sharing, and, and participating, so you got 30 people in a room giving information instead of just one person giving so their information. So there's synergy, so, and that's oh, so that, important. There is so much. Talk about your Love One Another class. Um, it, it, if for someone who doesn't understand what they're going to okay, be so encountering when they take the class. One of my heroes, Leo Buscaglia, a whole bunch of years ago, was teaching at Southern U.S. Uh, Southern Cal, and uh, he was teaching. Uh, let's see, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm blocking on that. But anyway, one day he was teaching a class, and he asked about the absence of a, a student, and they said, "Oh, didn't you know she?" drove her car to the Palisades, left the motor running, and jumped to her death. And he felt so terrible that here we are teaching students and yet not caring for them. So he decided to have a love class where people would get together and there was no agenda. We would just talk and share. So he started to go around various universities to talk to them about the importance of love and being alive. And um, and this is love. Not we're not talking romantic love correct, and dating. We're talking right. something much deeper, which much is deeper. a connection of caring. Yes, good, great word, connection. And so I would show my students th this love class business and Leo Buscaglia. And one day, a professor from Minnesota, and I was in Wisconsin, came to Wisconsin to talk about his love class. I was incensed. What do you mean you're going to Talk about your love class. So I bought a ticket to yell at this guy, and <laughs> and he was sharing that if this worked for Leo, duh, why shouldn't it work for other people? So I got up in front of the crowd, and I said, you know, I bought a ticket to yell at you, but you make so much sense that I'm going to go home and start my own love class, which I did in Wisconsin, and then that led me when I came here to do and, that. And so. you have taught that class many, many times, yes. and I hope again soon. I, yeah, starting in May at the, at the Senior Center, yes. Fantastic. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's so right. important to know. 
because you did stop teaching at, with ICL at the Love One Another. It took three of us to replace oh. Pat. So, to oh take- yeah, I'm not a student anymore, <laughs> except for the summer. I mean, I'm the a teacher, teacher in the summer, and I'm a student with the three young ladies who are teaching the the love class now. They're mm-hmm. they're the teachers. I right. see. Well, and that's why I really um, structured my classes like the Love One Another because I saw the value of being able to share our experiences and learn from that. And that his the, his example of the love one another was exactly what I wanted to do with my classes that I taught because I just saw the value in that sharing and connection. Of course, mm-hmm. absolutely. Well, you know, uh, having the two of you here, uh, the, this podcast is about how we stay engaged and motivated to feel fully alive mm-hmm. as we age and it's very clear to me that both of you have been able to do that in a massive way in your lives. And what's the key for you, Pat, in terms of your own personal ability to stay so alive and so passionate about what you do and what you're learning? I feel very, very lucky because I have ICL. I mean, if I didn't have that, I don't know what I would do. I, you know, I'd probably do sports and some other things, but this gives us a, an opportunity every semester, new classes, new people to interact with. I mean, it's just, uh, I've, I've had opportunities to think about after my wife has passed, maybe to move other places. And I'm thinking, what would I do if I, if I move? I'd sit <laughs> in one room. Live without ICL. Yeah, I mean, here I have one class on Monday and another on Tuesday and another on Wednesday and another on Thursday. I mean, hello. So I'm. I love you that. Know, I, love I that. mean, you just you know, and it's then, a full. It's a full. It's a day. full life. I mean, and then you get, yeah. and then you have other. Then you meet people who outside of class. Then you can do something with and hike and talk and all that good sure. stuff. So and Cynthia, how about you? You've obviously figured out a way to feel fully engaged every day yes I mean I love my life I I get high on life I you know I look at my daughter that's an addict and I think why do you need drugs I I get high on life just it's amazing and we live in an amazing place the beauty of St. George is incredible it is truly lovely oh Mm, my gosh and if I'm not teaching at ICL or putting classes together I'm out playing pickleball and I I am I am a fellow oh, addict of yeah. that sport. Oh, absolutely. And I, I belong to the ladies league, uh, golf league at, at Dixie uh, Red Hills on Thursdays. And I, I co-facilitate the Course of Miracles on Monday nights. And I'm also um, doing co-facilitating a family support group for people that have loved ones in addiction and recovery at Hope Rising on Wednesday nights. So I'm very involved in this community and it has supported me in a way that I am so grateful. I just can't even imagine living anywhere else. It's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Wonderful As I listen to Cindy, I'm thinking I also am involved in working with the Parkinson's support group and I facilitate um, a caregivers group with Parkinson people the second Friday of of the month at the senior center. And Again, as I listen to Cindy, I'm thinking, this doesn't sound, these two people sound weird. You know what I mean? We're, <laughs> we're high on life. And 
I think the reason we're high on life is that we're involved in all this stuff. Oh. Because if we weren't, we'd be sitting at home saying, oh, gosh, I don't know what I'm going to do today. I and have the m most difficult time picturing either one of you sitting at home, any, no matter where you live. But that's my point, though, <laughs> you know, that we're, that we're involved in right. this. Uh, there's a, a program called The Law of Attraction. The more you get involved and appreciate life, the more life gives you. And I think so a lot a lot of people are saying, "Oh gosh, uh, help me! You know, help me do this or help me do this," and they just sit there and waiting. Well, they're going to keep waiting instead mm -hmm. of getting involved, exactly. making a connection, yeah. making a point. Well, there's um, just sitting in this room with you. There's such energy and <laughs> and joy, and I there's there's really honestly so much more that I would like to ask you, but we'll have to do that another time because we're uh, just about out of time here. But. Um, I, I want to thank you both so much for being here and sharing what you are doing and your t sharing your talents and your insights and your love with this community. Uh, each episode, I like to end with something inspirational about mm -hmm. aging, and today it is a quote from Muhammad Ali. Wow. He said, don't count the days, make the days count. Mm, amen. And Beautiful. for all of us every day, yes, it's your day. How are you going to make it count. Mm. That, that's really the question that, that we all face when we, we face each new day is, is this, am I going to make this day count for me? So that's what I want to leave with our listeners. Okay. Well, that is a wrap. Thank okay. you to my two wonderful Yay. guests and to all of you for joining us for 70 is the new 50. Stay curious and we'll see you next time. Thanks so much for joining us for 70 is the new 50. In coming episodes, you will meet the rock stars in our community who are sharing their expertise to empower us to stay young, healthy, and happy as we age. We'll see you on the next episode of 70 is the new 50. In the meantime, live long, live well, and live with joy. This has been a production from a podcast studio.